0: Hey guys, it's your girl Mac. Welcome to Mac Reviews. I do reviews of Love After Lockup, The 90 Day Fiance. Today I'm doing a review of Love After Lockup, Season 5, Episode 2. I'm going to talk about Ranika and Asante first. So, Asante unfortunately passed away. So, I am gonna try my best not to say anything bad about him. I don't wanna speak ill of the dead, but I am going to observe his behavior and say what I think he's doing. But I'm like, for example, I'll say, I don't think he's telling her the truth. I think he might be, he's being deceptive, but I'm not gonna call him a liar or a cheater or a scammer, you know, which is gonna be hard. It's definitely gonna be weird talking about him but I'm going to do my best. So, yeah. But I am going to talk about Renika. <laughs> so, yeah. So, let's get started. Um, so, I want to do a short recap of episode one because I didn't get to do a review of that. So, Renika and Asante met for the first time. And, you know, she was really excited to meet him even though she had just talked on the phone with a woman who said she was his girlfriend. Yeah, so anyways, (laughs) she's so excited to see him and he's acting kind of like he's glad to see her, I guess. (laughs) And so ultimately they went back to the place that she rented the Airbnb and they slept together and we saw at the end of the episode uh, a clip of him sneaking out of the uh, apartment or house and then going into a car outside so the next day Renika gets up and he cannot find him he's nowhere to be found and but then he texts her I guess from his new phone just saying I got my phone for my auntie which we know is his girlfriend excuse me so she's calling her sister she's calling her best friend she's complaining And her best friend is telling her, like, this is probably a blessing in disguise because, you know, you don't need to be putting any energy into this dude. It seems like he's not worth it. But the friend is also like, I'm still going to have your back because you're my homegirl, whatever you want to do. So then the friend offers to find a private um, investigator to help them find where he is. So... She goes with her friend and they're waiting to meet the private investigator. And so she starts telling us, Renika starts telling us about the the text messages because she started messaging messaging with the girlfriend. And the girl says, um, she's been dating him or with him for two years. And the Renika told her who she was, and she didn't, she didn't know about Renika apparently. I thought she did. But this chick seemed to be in the dark as well. I thought that he was with her, but it appears that he's with somebody else. So, so then she shows the text to her homegirl and her best her best friend. Her, her best friend's just like, wow, he really playing you. And Renika is realizing that he's been played. <laughs> so when they, um the friend is saying like, you know, she already has all the information that she needs to see that this man is not telling her the truth, but if she wants to still get this private detective to get closure, I guess, <laughs> then she'll, you know, support her. So, it seems like a friend... The friend knows Monika is being stupid, <laughs> but she's trying to, like, be there for her and support her and not call her stupid. Um. <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> um, So the the private investigator comes and he's like um he gets the phone numbers that she has and he is able to look up the girlfriend and the girlfriend is a 44 year old woman and again from the text it seems like this woman didn't know about Renika and I'm thinking he might have been playing this woman because I thought that he was probably with this chick but it looks like he's with somebody else so whoever that other girlfriend is, he's probably playing, like, Renika, this other chick were probably chicks that he was just talking to to get Buddy or whatever, and he's with his actual girlfriend. So, but we'll see. Obviously, we see, uh, what's his name? Asante in the, (laughs) we see Asante in the, um, the confessional, so he's gonna show up. But, and Renika said something that Made me look at her sideways because when he was showing the text with the girlfriend, he was like, "Oh, this chick is dumb," and I'm like, "Well, what are you? You're both dumb." <laughs> but then, um, we also see Renika asking. I think her friend who was seeing Ray was the one watching her daughters, and then she asked her friend if if the friend's sister could watch the girls. And I'm just like, <laughs> but yeah, Renika got played pretty much. I don't know what else we're gonna see um, after this. I don't, obviously, I don't see how they can have a relationship. Now she knows that he was talking to another girl the whole time. And, well, multiple girls, clearly. So, so yeah, let's move on to the next couple. I'm gonna talk about Chelsea and Mikey. Quickly, because they didn't really have anything happen. We were just getting uh, introduced to Chelsea. If you watched Love during lockup, you already are familiar with Chelsea. If not, then this is your first introduction to her. She is um, hard of hearing, or, um, and she, well, she's deaf. Um, Mikey apparently is hard of hearing because he has a, a hearing aid. So, uh, Chelsea is letting us know she has three kids. On the first season, it would appear that she only had one. She didn't mention her other kids, but this time she's letting us know she has two older teenagers, and she has a son who is like a preteen. And um, Mikey, he was charged with um, theft, tampering with evidence, and identity, identity theft. Um, and so... Kelsey is really looking forward to meeting him. She's really into him. They only got to meet once in person. I I think he's in jail in Kentucky and she's in Ohio. I'm not sure why she didn't get to meet him more often, but um, anyway, so she is very much into him and she says that he is the first guy she dated that actually learned sign language and that's what she really, really appreciated about him. Um, I will give it to him the fact that he did make that effort that does say that he's genuinely interested, so that is good. Um, Kelsey does let us know that unfortunately her mother passed away and she was really close. He said when she was younger, her and her mom weren't that close. Um, she doesn't really say why, or I don't remember her saying why. But um, unfortunately her mom passed away and um, you know, we see her visiting her mother's uh, burial site. So that was really sad. I felt for her in that moment. Um, but also last season we did get to meet her father. Her father is alive and she's close with her dad, but her dad does not support her dating an inmate. He said she was being dumb and he was right. Um, he was a real one. <laughs> I like the dad and she said that he's not talking to her. So, and I understand. I mean, I'll, when he's not talking to her, I hope he's not just like not calling her at all. Like, this, I'm not a parent, but just because you disagree with your children's behavior doesn't mean you just stop talking to them. So I really hope he's not just like giving her the silent treatment. Maybe he just doesn't want to talk about her relationship with Mikey. So then, um, So yeah, then she tells us that, unfortunately, Mikey's mother also passed away, so they kind of bonded over both going through that loss. Um, So yeah, and then we see her, he's taking her son to like his wrestling match or whatever, and she's talking to her friend, and she's telling the friend that like, he doesn't want to sleep with him immediately when he gets out, she's not ready for that, and It was nice to see a woman on this show say that because most of the women on this show are just ready to sleep with these dudes as soon as they get out of jail, which, yeah. (laughs) But she, I like that she's saying, no, I'm not ready for that, and that makes sense. Like, he's going to be meeting her for the first time on the outside. They need to build a relationship first. Like, why should she immediately sleep with this dude? So, um, I respect her wanting to wait. So, then we, um, yeah, so that's about it actually with Chelsea and Mikey. Like I said, nothing much happened with them. Okay, next want to talk about Sheree and Anthony. Um, Anthony's getting out, she's he's going to pick up Anthony and he's getting ready. He's got like a hoochie outfit on. <laughs> yeah <laughs> he got a Gucci outfit on um and he you know um but this is wait hold on i'm jump. i'm getting ahead of myself let me go back let me start where we begin which which is her um dancing with her son it was cute they were doing like a little dance video which i thought was for tiktok but she was sending it to what's his name anthony's phone and then oh gosh and then so we see her talking to her son. Apparently, she has brought her son to the prison to meet Anthony. So he's met Anthony, and the son seems to, I guess, like Anthony. Um, I don't think it's appropriate to bring... I don't think it was appropriate for her to bring her son to the to the the prison to meet Anthony. Like, not that children shouldn't come to prison, because if a, somebody is incarcerated and they have kids and the kids want to do that, yeah, but that's not his son. Why would you even bring your son to a prison? It's not necessary. I didn't like that, but because there's a picture of the son with Anthony, so there's a couple pictures actually, and and then he said that he has him saved in his phone as pops, and I'm like, why? He has a father. Like she told us, she tells us about how her and um her ex boyfriend were together. And they had the child and they broke up obviously we're gonna meet the ex because we see his face so he agreed to appear on camera so um so yeah so i don't understand why he's calling him pops because he has a dad so so then she's telling her son like you're my number one priority you know you're very important important to me you come first and I'm glad to hear that she said that to him and, and I really hope that's how it is. <laughs> so um so then and then she also told her son that Anthony loves him. And I, I was like, why are you telling him that? Like again, I'm not a parent. I can't tell people how to parent, but it's like the man hasn't been out of jail, they haven't been able to build a relationship in person, spend time in person, like How could he love him? <laughs> like, how could he already love him? Come on. So, so then, um, yeah, we see her again, like getting ready. She's in her hoochie mama outfit, and she's getting ready to go meet him. And then she says that she thinks that Anthony will be a great role model for her son. And I was like, how is that? Like, role model for what? To go to jail? To not have anything? Over 30, like, like what kind of what do you mean role model for what? What what is he modeling for him? <laughs> okay, because it's not being a law-abiding citizen, it's not being getting an education or having a successful business or having um your own money and being a responsible person who doesn't break the laws. He's not modeling any of that. So you so he's a great role model for what? Going to jail, committing crimes, um <laughs> being like What what kind of what what do you want your son to be modeling? Like clearly not anything good because that's not what Anthony is modeling for him. That was such a weird statement. I was very confused when she said that. And I was like, oh, so you want your son to go to jail? You want your son to be a criminal? You want your son to um not be able not have an education or a successful business or have be having a drug dealing business? That's what that's the role model you want. That's what you want your son to do. I don't know what she means. So I hope she can explain that and clarify it because that's all he's modeling. He's not modeling anything else. So that's that's what you want for your son. Wow. <laughs> you know. Anyway, so then we hear from Anthony and he's saying that yeah, he cares about her son. Her son's name is Richie. So we can call him Richie. And he says that he thinks that her her ex who's Richie's father is blacking and hasn't been hasn't done enough. So when he gets out, he wants to speak to him. And I'm like, no, that's not appropriate. You don't, you are just getting out of jail. You're going to tell a grown man who actually has his life together something about how to be a father? What are you talking about? You're in jail. Like, you you don't have your stuff together. You don't have any right to tell him anything. And we don't know yet for sure if that's true that um, her son's father hasn't been doing what he should. She hasn't, we haven't heard that from her yet um hopefully that's not the case but you know he still doesn't have a right to say anything so as she's getting ready as she's leaving and going to uh see him she's saying that she created a resume for him and he's gonna have to hit the ground running with getting a job and I was like that's a mistake um he's a grown man if he wants to figure out a way to get gainfully employed he needs to do that himself that is not your responsibility you're not his mother <laughs> so no not that a parent should do it either but that he should learn how to create a resume himself if he wants to get a job if he wants to. he should. but who knows what this guy wants to do we have to see when we meet him see if he actually wants to do better and change his life and i don't think that's a good idea for her to do so that's what we saw with sharon anthony we didn't actually get to meet him at the end we just thought like that he was about to get out of the car so next episode, we will meet Anthony. Now, let's talk about Louie and Melissa. <laughs> we did get to meet Louie. Um, so apparently, Louie got sent back to jail for 30 days. So he was supposed to get out a month earlier. And it's because he, Melissa had visited him. Well, not visited. He went outside of the work facility he was at, and she, like, flashed him, and then she had run down to the place. I guess there was no fence, and yeah, so that got him into trouble. I guess somebody saw it. I don't know, and the mom is the one that um, called her out on that, but then she tried to blame the mom saying, oh, well, you sent him a phone that he wasn't supposed to have, and if he didn't have the phone, he wouldn't have been able to tell me where he was, so it's kind of your fault. So, I'm like, nah. <laughs> it's your fault, Melissa, but anyways. So, he, um, you know, Louie's mom, I think her name's Debbie, like, she's already, like, you know, giving Melissa the business and being rude. She's wearing that hat that says, super bitch. <laughs> So she's already, you know, giving her the business and Melissa talks to her dad and is telling her dad, like, she's giving me a hard time, blase, blase. And so then they get back in the car and the mom calls Melissa back and is like, yo, I want to talk to Debbie. Is that her? <laughs> Louis's mom, I think her name is Debbie. And or I'm calling her Debbie because she reminds me of Debbie from 90 Day Fiancé. <laughs> But yeah, so, so then he's like, you know, you don't need to be giving my daughter a hard time. Like, these are two adults. Let let them work out their relationship, and we should stay out of it and let them handle their business. And then she was like, mm, yeah, but within reason. <laughs> so then when the dad gets off the phone... Debbie or Louie's mom is like, why'd you throw me under the rust with your dad? I didn't think we were having any problems. I thought we were doing fine, which is a lie. Like she said herself that she was going to be nasty and rude to her. I don't like, like, why does she even lie? Like, I didn't even get why she lied. She could have just been like, I mean, I'm going to give you the bit. Like, you could have been real about it. You're being nasty anyways. Like, what? (laughs) So, but I don't think Melissa should have had her dad say anything. I feel like Melissa should have been the one giving it to her. She should have been... Um, giving that you know, woman the business and handling it herself because at least the woman maybe would have stopped, you know, or saw that she can't just keep messing with her. Like, she's talking, she's just like, well, you know, I guess she's trying to be calm and try to respect her because she's you know, her boyfriend's mom, but like, she could have given it to that woman so she could leave her alone because if she doesn't, she's going to keep disrespecting her, I think. So I think Melissa should have handled herself. And then, um so she was saying, like, oh, we're going to be together, blase blase, you know, we found each other, and Mama's like, how do you fall in love over the phone? And again, Melissa should have been like, well, I know it's not back in your day, but we're in, the, we're in 2022, 2023, today people can talk on the phone, they can do video chat, okay, I know you don't know anything about that because you're old, but you should have read her, you should have gave it to her, <laughs> so, and she should have said it, she should have put some bass in her voice and said said it with her chest. She was talking too a uh, soft and letting that woman run over her and she shouldn't have and then Melissa was saying well nobody believes in our love and everybody is taking us as a joke but we're gonna prove everybody wrong and I was like mm. <laughs> and the mom was saying well yeah you're gonna have to prove it to everybody and it's gonna take time and I did agree with the mom on that um they are gonna have to prove it everyone I mean if it works out and you know, she's saying, well, we have an emotional connection, blase, blase. You know, I'm not feeling the mom either. Melissa is definitely like, you know, kind of delusional and and foolish, but she's not rude. She's not annoying. I don't really have a problem with Melissa. She's just, you know, foolish, like most of the women on this show, but she hasn't been rude or nasty. Um, I'm not feeling the mom. I don't like her attitude because honestly, I don't see what Melissa has done to make her upset. Like, it seems like she just, I don't know what her problem is, really. I, I think she's annoyed that he has to meet her son with somebody else. I think she would have preferred if no woman was there, which to me is like, Louis is a 41-year-old man. Like he, He's not going to want to be by himself. So like the fact that a woman was there, I mean, so fucking what? She, dro- she drove you? You're old. The woman has a cane. You could be glad there was somebody to come with you, otherwise you would have been there by yourself. It probably would have taken her more more hours to drive because she's older. Like, I don't know why she's acting like this. There's really nothing that Melissa's doing to her for her to have such a bad attitude. Um. So then, uh, before they leaving, the Debbie or the mom, she's very emotional. She's crying because, you know, she's saying like, you know, when you're the parent of a recovering addict, it's a lot of trauma and it's you know, seeing your child is either going to be in jail or they're going to die. And she says she's just grateful that he's alive and that he was in jail because at least he wasn't dead. And it's very sad. You know, it's it's really sad. It's, um, it is a lot of trauma to, to be the parent or any family member of an addict. So she's really emotional. She still finds a way to be nasty to Melissa. So <laughs> and maybe she's bitter. I mean, let's be honest. Maybe she's very bitter about her son's situation and all the time she's lost with him. Um, so then we see that this this chick, Melissa, is wearing a cheerleading outfit and has pom-poms. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and so then when they're in the car, she's like, oh, how are you going to know how to handle a recovering addict? And I'm like, how do you know how to handle a recovering addict? Like, he <laughs> he's going to have to make a choice if he wants to stay sober or not. And that's kind of what Melissa was saying. Like, if he wants to be with me, he has to be sober. And if not, we won't be together. I mean, and that's what it is. Like, you can't keep him from like at the end of the day, to get over an addiction, a person has to make that choice for themselves and then seek support. But nobody can make them do that. They have to make that choice to to do what they need to do and to get support. Neither one of them can can get you know, he has to make a choice. Um the mom is still very emotional once they get to the, the pickup spot, and you know, she's crying a lot. And and, and it, you know, he was hugging both of them. Um, Melissa and Louis definitely are attracted to each other because they hugged and kissed immediately, there was no awkwardness at all. I, I know she did visit him before in person, and they did some video chatting, so there's attraction there. I mean, um, I'm gonna talk about his teeth. Uh, so <laughs> it looks like he has his bottoms. But the top, it's like he had maybe four teeth, and the rest was gone. I was like, whoa, the rest of his top teeth are gone. Wow. <laughs> so, um, yeah. <laughs> so then we hear from Louie, and he's saying that, you know, he started doing drugs as a teenager. And he did a whole bunch of stuff. He, I mean, including um, prescription drugs, painkillers. He did all kinds of stuff. So then, um, you know, he said his last charge that got him in jail, it was robbery and assault, and he got sentenced to 10 years in jail and 10 years of probation, which is, wow, it's a lot. Um, but it could have been 20 years in jail, so I guess he should be thankful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so then this chick, Melissa, is just not finished embarrassing herself, and... <laughs> <laughs> she she, um, she takes up her pom-poms and she starts doing a cheer and I'm like wow and the mom is laughing at her she was laughing at her before and then she was just like really really <laughs> we gotta go so but he seemed to like it or whatever and they apparently have to drive four hours back to the mom's house but he's like yo I want to stay at the hotel like I he wants to smash, and the mom was like, no, you're not going to go to no hotel. And I'm kind of like, why? <laughs> like, why is the mom... I don't really understand. If your son wants to smash, what what is your problem with that? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> Anyways, so, uh, last and least, Andy and Brittany. <laughs> so... Andy, so uh, Brittany is saying she's really excited to see her kids. It's her son's birthday, so they're going to be driving to go to the next city over to his birthday party. Um, and, but before that, we, he brings, they come to the hotel, they jump in the pool for some reason. I guess she just wanted to feel water, you know, and so then Oh, so they go to the, the hotel room and he gives her the stuff that he bought her. Um, I guess shampoo and some clothes and he gives her, I think he gave her $500. I thought it was 5000 but I don't think it was that much. It was 500 And he gave her a phone and he also got her a cape. So then he's saying how um, oh, so actually no, my bad. Gracie comes in which is, a man, Amanda, Lord have mercy, Brittany, <laughs> Brittany's daughter, and she wants to talk to her mom, and she's, um, she then asks Andy if they can have some privacy, so then they're talking in the bathroom, and they're kind of arguing, and I think that racy just wanted to spend some time with her mom in private, and, um, I felt uncomfortable because they're in the bathroom, which you know shows Gracie does not want to be on camera, but I think Gracie forgot that she had a mic on. I don't think either one of them took their mics off. And so Andy is like, I know you're you're picking up on that, but you guys need to leave. So they did stop filming. And I appreciated that because I didn't think it should have been on camera, and it was it was uncomfortable to hear what we did hear. So then, um. So then when we come back. They come out of the the bathroom, and I guess they agreed to film again. And so it does seem like Gracie is just saying, "I want to spend time with you without the cameras, without this guy." And I don't think Brittany was really hearing her, and she was just saying, "Listen, you know, I don't. I, I just want to. I just got out of prison. I just want to go see um your brother, her son, and be with him because I've missed so many of his birthdays." And I don't think Brittany was hearing what Gracie was saying, but why would Brittany hear what her daughter was saying? Brittany tells us that, you know, she had kids when she was younger, but she never was really a mother. She was an addict. I don't think Brittany knows how to mother. I don't think, you know, her relationship with her daughter, Gracie, has probably ever been a healthy mothering relationship. So, you know, I just don't think um, Brittany understood what Gracie was saying. And I think Gracie just let it go because she didn't want to argue, especially on camera. They kind of apologize to each other, but this was very sad. This was not entertaining. Um, very unfortunate. I felt so bad for Gracie. It I, I have no idea what it's like to have an addict for a parent, but it it's just poor thing, you know, to be on this on camera, on a show and um with her mom's this random guy that she doesn't know who's her mom's boyfriend. I mean, I feel really bad for the for the girl. Um, so so then the, um, and I, I feel bad because then Brittany tells us that her kids had gone into foster care and that Gracie, since she's the oldest, I think she's 16, had to really like take care of her younger siblings and until their father got custody of them. So the father did get custody. So so then they're driving to um, the location, I guess the next city over where um, her son's birthday party is, so she can go to it and see her kids and so in the car then in in the when they get there, Andy, I guess he had bought some stuff for Brittany to give to her son, and then. And then, like, Andy is saying, oh, he feels like they could have almost been late because the conversation that Gracie was having with Brittany could have happened in the car on the way. And I'm just like, excuse you? <laughs> How is she going to talk to her about that? She didn't want you and your son to hear the conversation. What are you talking about? She wanted to be with her mom in private, not with your behind. Shut up. You know, I don't like Andy. And I feel like I'm going to like him less and less. I mean, he's been Okay. But ever since his kids put him on blast and let us know that he's a deadbeat dad, I don't like him. <laughs> so um he's trying to pretend he wants us to think he's a good guy, but no, nah, I'm I'm not feeling him. So um so then yeah, so he you know he's also saying that he wants to sleep with her. He's hoping that it can happen because apparently she's going to be moving in with him immediately. And she's concerned because she knows that that comes with expectations. And it's like, listen, girl, um <laughs> you said she said herself she wants to be with this man for stability and provision. um and look, when when you're doing that, when you're doing a transactional relationship, you have to hold up your end of the bargain. you know, And I'm not saying that's right. I'm not saying it's okay. But when you want to be with a man for him to pay your bills and take care of you, you have to do something for him. So I don't know if she didn't think about, you know, what she was going to have to do to maintain this situation. But uh, uh, unfortunately, that's a part of it. That's, that's a part of what you have to do when you're you're doing this kind of thing where you're trying to get a man to, you know, you're doing a transactional relationship. And it's honestly, it's fair. It's not, it's like I said, it's not pleasant, <laughs> but it's what you sign up for when you do that type of thing. So, and I understand a lot of, you know, there's women who do that. There's men now, a lot more men doing it as well so it you know (laughs) so anyways so she's going she's getting the stuff that he bought her to bring to her kids party and then she tells him that him and his son can't come in and i think it is appropriate for them not to come in i don't think it was right for her to force her kids to meet this random dude that she just met in person to um i don't think that would have been appropriate or fair to the kids but um, somebody online, I was online looking at some reviews and some people were also saying she could have told him ahead of time about that. And that's that's valid as well. He, She could have. <laughs> and I, I, you know, why didn't she? Maybe, you know, because. I don't know, I guess she wanted to get the stuff from him, like she thought if she told him he couldn't come in, maybe he wouldn't have bought the stuff, it pos- it's possible that it was manipulative, I don't know, but I, regardless, I do think that it was right to tell him uh, not not to come in. Now, somebody also was saying online that apparently um, the daughter, Gracie, had posted on Facebook that he and his son eventually did come in, which... I don't think that should have happened. Um, when she told him, you guys can stay out here, he said it was going to be two hours. And I'm like, wait, what? This guy was going to sit here for two hours? Why wouldn't he just leave and come back, leave with his son and go do something and come back? Like, and the fact that he even has his son with him doing this is crazy. I, you know, mm-mm. so yeah, uh, we're going to see what happens with these two. I don't even think Brittany really likes Andy. But she's dealing with him because, you know, she thinks he can provide for her. And he probably is willing to do that. So we'll see what happens with them. Um, The season's off to a good start. Next week, we're going to meet Anthony. We're probably going to meet Mikey. Um, Who else did we meet? We didn't see Key rock and Brittany, the other Brittany, (laughs) in this episode. But we'll see them next week as well. I think that's all the couple's that we'll be meeting there might be another couple i think there's six couples there might be another couple we haven't met yet so we'll see but um thank you for listening guys (laughs) um i'm gonna be doing 90 day fiance tomorrow the tell-all for before the 90 days is airing so i'm gonna review that yeah, thanks again for listening, guys. If you are watching on YouTube, like, comment, and subscribe. If you're listening to the podcast, give me five stars or at least four. <laughs> Bye.